You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. Thomas Frank is the author of What's the Matter with Kansas. His newest book is The Wrecking Crew. He's a columnist for the Wall Street Journal. Thank you for joining me, Thomas. You got it, Rick. Thomas, everybody in the Republican Party seems to have the urge to purge. <laughs> Tell us about the purity test. I thought that was something for, you know, geeks on the Internet. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it struck me as, a, as, a, as an unusual thing, too, um, because the Republican Party also has a lot of uh, libertarians in it and that sort of thing. But what it, what it was, I mean, and libertarians traditionally believe in civil liberties and that sort of thing. But um, it was a, uh, and is, it's a, it was a proposal suggested by some members of the Republican National Committee uh, that uh, Republican candidates for every office in the land, basically, would have to, uh, uh, you know, meet uh, eight out of ten uh, tests, political tests that they devise, and uh, you know it makes sense on on some levels. I mean, a party should stand for something, uh, but generally speaking, parties are, we already know what they stand for because they have platforms. Mm-hmm. So you know it's a peculiar thing. The idea is to, of course, the the, the proposal was suggested by uh, conservative Republicans, uh, with the idea being to uh, to get rid of moderate Republicans. And this is, I mean, this is in keeping with. Um, something that, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of war that has been going on within the Republican Party for a really long time. Uh, you know, this is what I wrote about in What's the Matter with Kansas. By the way, Rick, just to get off the subject a little bit, mm-hmm. just, to, just to swerve, you know, to one of my digressions, um, the, the state of Kansas, the Republican Party in the state of Kansas had their own uh, sort of uh, purity committee. I forget what they were called, but it was a really? committee designed to determine who, uh, it was like a loyalty committee, who was a real Republican and who was not. Uh, they want to make Republican. sure the rhinos are, are, are an endangered species. <laughs> so, well, they, you know, they want to get rid of them. And the ironic thing about this is that for a long time, the Kansas Republican Party, I mean, when I was a child, it was, it was you know, that's who it was. It was the moderate Republicans. Mm-hmm. That's who who dominated it. And the idea now is to get rid of those people and <laughs> <laughs> replace them with, with, uh, with conservatives. Fire of the fire-breathing variety. Yeah, hope, you know, preferably. Snake-twisting. Snake yeah. Well, the, the other kind doesn't really sell very well anymore. The, sort of, uh, the, the, the conservatives, the sort of old-school 19th-century conservatives where you know, there's just a lot of contempt for average people, that sort of thing, that's, that's, you don't see that too often mm. anymore. It's always the populist, fire-breathing mm-hmm. kind. Their lack of contempt for the, the average person notwithstanding, they don't seem to be going out of their way to help the average person, on the other hand, with their policies. Well, no, policies that's, of course not. That's, you know, it goes without saying. The, uh, the idea, I mean, the conservatism, the basic idea here is that the, the free market is writ in the heavens, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it will work if you just give it a chance, you know, God works in mysterious ways, Rick. And so, you know, it, yes, it might have these terrible setbacks and crashes and catastrophes, but if you just get government completely out of it, then at the end of the day, you know, everything will be great. And uh, this is an, it's an interesting argument, by the way. You hear this all the time, 
these days because uh, Republicans are, are you know, uh, they're they're looking for where to go next, you know, after this sort of uh, debacle of the Bush years, and so one of the, the, the basically the only option that they have is this kind of retreat into authenticity, and this argument is going to sound the argument that I'm going to try to summarize for you sounds crazy, but believe me, this is something that people say all the time, and the idea is that what what went wrong with the financial crisis and all that stuff was that there was we didn't completely eliminate government from you know the economic set from the private sector from interfering in the private sector there was still a little bit of government in there and so we have to go back and try again you know and really get it do it right this time and then it'll work this is kind of like the idea in spinal tap of turning the volume up to 11 <laughs> The, well, it's, it's actually it's something that you, it is kind of like that, but it's something that you you see in political movements mm-hmm. uh, all around the world and throughout history, going back to the well, the, the classic example is the French Revolution, where you know the the, uh, the 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 revolutionaries kept you know purifying themselves and purifying themselves, and they would use that word, you know, mm-hmm. this, these were the inventors of of, of of purges, you know, Robespierre and, and the gang. Uh, you know, they called that the reign of terror, uh, where they one faction of the um, of the you know the revolutionary parliament uh, imprisoned the other faction and then executed them. You know, and then it got worse and worse and worse, and finally people turned on these guys. But the uh, the you know the desire to just retreat further and further into purity and authenticity is uh, I mean it's really uh, compelling for a lot of people. The British Labour Party, by the way. Did this as well in the in the early in the the 80s and the 90s when they were in big trouble after having been beaten by Thatcher, mm-hmm. you know, in election after election after election, they decided that their mistake had been that they hadn't been offering the voters, you know, pure socialism, mm-hmm. you know, that they hadn't gone far <laughs> enough, <laughs> and they had to go back and do it right, and of course it just made things worse. Let's talk a little bit about what you call the Montagnards of the right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the French Revolution, you know. Um, What are the kind of uh, tests that they want? And, uh, you know, we see now there's a—I've heard a couple of uh, talks with these people who are in, like, the Tea Parties in the the super conservative movement. And at this point, they don't even want to have anything to do with the Republicans. Do you think the Republicans can go far enough right to satisfy these people? Oh my God! Uh, it's it's going to be one hell of an election year next year. You know what you should do, Rick? Is you should get these guys on your show. I mean, they are they are fascinating. You know, because they're completely like all the stuff that you and I talk about. You know, mm-hmm. the financial crisis, the economic history of the last like five years. They don't accept any of that. That stuff that's in the newspapers all the time on the front pages of the mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. They don't believe it. Okay, <clears throat> they've got their own explanation for everything, and it, it, it's 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 real curious. Anyhow, so the political tests, mm-hmm. a lot of them are really uh, – the, the problem with it is, of course, is that they're, they're very contemporary, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that Obama is doing right now, and you're supposed to be against them. And I can't imagine that this will be very useful in, you know, two years. Like, you're supposed to be against the stimulus. You're supposed to be against, uh, uh, you know, some, any kind of democratic health care proposal. Uh, but you're supposed to be – you're also supposed to uh, – be in favor, and this is here's where the, the list gets very interesting. Is it has this long preamble talking about how great Ronald Reagan was and how he is the ultimate conservative, and all conservatives should strive to emulate 
Ronald Reagan. And then item number one in the political test is, is you know, uh, Republicans should always be against deficits. And, and it's just like, it's a total head-snapping, contra- neck-snapping contradiction, because you're like, dude, <laughs> dude, Reagan is like the granddaddy of the deficit, man. He, this is the guy that did it. Mm-hmm. You know, remember Cheney's famous remark, Reagan proved that deficits don't matter. You know, Reagan <laughs> gave uh, Republicans permission to run deficits, basically. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's, uh, okay, and here's, here's where it gets funny. If, if, you dis- if you are, you know, disagree with them on three of the things, three of the points, then you're out. Mm-hmm. can't be a Republican anymore. Okay, and so they've got this long homage to Reagan. And then they've got, okay, you know, item number one, the deficits. And then somewhere down the list, they have this thing about how you have to, oh, golly, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to get them all right. Um, Containment uh, of Iran is one of them. I well, think. Iran is a funny one. They, they say, okay, you've got to believe in um, containing Iran. And, and I read that, I'm like, wait a second, Iran-Contra, this is the Reagan administration, the <laughs> one that sold weapons to Iran, you know, in, uh, in exchange for, uh, you know, then they sent the money to the Contras in Nicaragua. What was the third one? Um, it was uh, amnesty, you have to oppose amnesty for illegal immigrants. Oh, right. And of course, as we all know, if you follow the debate over, uh, over immigration, President Reagan is the one that signed off on the granddaddy of all amnesty bills, the big one in 1986, and people who are really angry about illegal immigration, they hate this bill. So by their own logic, they would have to throw Reagan out of the party. And of course they'd have to throw George W. Bush out of the party. And, I mean, everybody that was in his administration, presumably, and if you, if you kept you know, pressing with this purity test, which would be fun, admittedly, it'd be a lot of fun, you'd eventually throw everybody out, <laughs> I think. That's why I love purity tests like this. I hope they do it. Mm-hmm. But I should also mention, Rick, there mm-hmm. is a sense in which it's not crazy and not silly. Mm-hmm. And what sense is that? Well, it's this, and I, I didn't get around to, to saying this in the article because I, of course, ran out of space, but, um, and I, I always blab too much on your show as well, but um, the Republican Party essentially has a monopoly. Between them and the Democrats, they have an oligopoly. It's a two-party system. And this is basically enforced by law, uh, mm-hmm. state law, uh, in almost every state, with a handful of exceptions. The two-party system is basically uh, the way it is. So they have a monopoly, and if they and they so they're fighting for a very valuable franchise. If they expel the moderates from the party, you and I would say, God, that's ridiculous. You'll you'll you know lose the next election for sure, and that's true. They probably will, but they will also have captured one of the two elements in this monopoly and this duopoly Mm -hmm. and um that's valuable territory Mm -hmm. and so sooner or later whether you like it or not whether they're they're deeply unpopular now sooner or later they will get back in by definition because Mm -hmm. of the nature of the two-party system and so they they see it they think it's worth the gamble uh and it's it's an interesting play you have to admit it's fascinating you know that there are approach to governing the common people really reminds me uh, of the church in, in in the medieval times when you know the peasant when when the the priests living in these incredible cathedrals i mean just monuments to wealth and power and gorgeousness and art would be telling these people who are like living in mud huts essentially you'll get your reward in heaven <laughs> <laughs> 
I see this is really, you know, the ethos of the, of the Republican Party. You'll get your reward in heaven. <laughs> and then, then, then of course well, let's I hope we do, you know. <laughs> that would be nice. And then I, then I see that woman from David Lynch's Eraserhead singing, In Heaven is every, Everything is Fine. Oh, God, that brings back memories. <laughs> that was a disturbing movie. That was a disturbing movie. And those little things plopping next to her, and I think, that's more likely what we're all going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I've been speaking with Thomas Frank. He is the author of What's the Matter with Kansas? And I think he's got a good clue out to, as to the answer to that question. And The Wrecking Crew. Thank you for joining me, Thomas. You got it, Rick. Anytime. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.